0: Hey there. Welcome to the Shannon Roberts podcast. It is Shannon Roberts, your hostess. I am hiding out in my closet because my family is binge watching shows on Christmas vacation and I have a word from the Lord. (laughs) In fact, if you're feeling anxious like the enemy is on every side and or you simply cannot muster up any joy in the Lord, this word may be for you. My dreams can be random or Nightmares, rather, although I believe this has come to an end. Last night, I had what I felt were random dreams. I continued to toss and turn with each vivid dream. I recall dreaming about my grandmother, who passed away nine years ago. After her passing is when these nightmares began. I dreamt of a school market. Many people I knew and didn't know were there, and my daughters were there as well. I have a 19 year old and a 17, well, soon to be 17 year old, but they were in this dream. I was also dreaming about so much going on all around. Then, I honed in on this gal holding a receipt. The receipt was for, quote-unquote, butcher school, and the total was $996, and then I woke up at 542. Most of the times, my dreams fade away without additional thought or concern, but this morning, this morning, 996 stood out to me. I sensed Holy Spirit saying to me, read Psalm 9 and Psalm 96. So I opened up my Bible, Psalms nine, one through two. I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of the marvelous things you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. I will praise and love you with all my heart. This is the crux of Beyond, Living Unshakable, my recently released book, if you didn't hear about it yet. I will tell of all the marvelous things God has done. I will be filled with joy because of God. I will sing praises to his holy name. I read on Psalm 9 verse 8. He will judge the world with justice and rule nations with fairness. In my Bible, there is a cross-reference here to Psalm 96 (laughs) verse 13. God does need me to read Psalm 96. I read on to the end of the psalm, underlining. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, O Lord, do not abandon those who search for you. For he who avenges murder cares for the helpless, he does not ignore the cries of those who suffer. Thoughts of unborn babies flooded my mind and brought tears to my eyes. The Lord is known for his justice. The wicked are trapped by their own deeds. The wicked will go down to the grave. This is the fate of all the nations who ignore God. Arise, O Lord. Do not let mere mortals defy you. Judge the nations. I noted the cross-reference to Second Chronicles 14, verse 11. Given the current global climate, many things came to mind, and I sensed changes were upon us this week. After the confirmation to visit Psalm 96, I thumbed over several pages. Psalm 96, verse 2. Each day proclaim the good news that he saves, publish his glorious deeds among the nations. Tell everyone about the amazing things that he does. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. This, this is why I'm always sharing the goodness of God. You guys, it's not to boast in myself, but to boast in my amazingly faithful God. He does amazing things and I have to share about his goodness. Okay, Psalm 96 verse 9 worship the Lord in his holy splendor. Let all the earth tremble before him. Tell all the nations, the Lord reigns. The world stands firm and cannot be shaken. He will judge all the peoples fairly. An alternate translation for the world stands firm and cannot be shaken is the world is established. It shall not be moved. Again, Beyond, living unshakable points souls to becoming unshakable in their personal walk with Jesus while establishing his unshakable kingdom in the earth. My heart was filled with gratitude for this confirmation this morning. Then I read Psalm 96, verse 12. Let the fields and their crops burst out with joy. Let the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord, for he is coming. Oh my gosh, I was quickened at the thought of his return. I was excited reading the reference to joy a second time. I have repeatedly been reminded of a word shared earlier this year. On June 3rd, a brother in the faith shared this regarding December 31st, 2020, which is really just a few days away. Expect to receive repayment for the attacks of the enemy. God is now breaking the clouds of darkness and bringing people out of the wilderness. We will enter into a new season of joy, and God's light is going to shine on you in a new way. End quote. Expect joy. These are the words I have held on to since reading Doug Addison's word. Much has transpired following his word in June, but... Not one word that God spoke to me regarding 2020 for my life was stolen. And while some days my joy waned, Holy Spirit caused it to wax when it especially did not make a lick of sense for it to do so. I flipped the pages back in time to Second Chronicles fourteen eleven. Remember that cross-reference in Psalm 9? Then Asa cried out to the Lord his God, O Lord, no one but you can help the powerless against the mighty. Help us, O Lord our God, for we trust in you alone. It is in your name that we have come against this vast horde. O Lord, you are our God. Do not let mere men prevail against you. Again, given the current global climate, many thoughts flood in my mind regarding entities who appear to be prevailing over God's sovereignty. But when you read on, when you see that God overcame the enemy of Asa, moving on into chapter 15, we read the Spirit of God comes upon a fellow named Azariah who was moved to share this. In 2 Chronicles 15 verse 2, the Lord will stay with you as long as you stay with him. Whenever you seek him, you will find him. But if you abandon him, he will abandon you. During those dark times, it was not safe to travel. Problems troubled the people of every land. Nation fought against nation and city against city, for God was troubling them with every kind of problem. But as for you, be strong and courageous, for your work will be rewarded. Okay, so thoughts again flooded my mind. Holy Spirit, please cause me to stay with Jesus and not abandon my walk with Him. Times are dark. Travel is restricted. People are fighting in cities and nations. Cause us to wake up, Lord. Open our eyes and see Jesus rather than all the problems we see in the earth. Cause us to be strong and courageous. Thank you for causing me to continue to teach and encourage and facilitate healing throughout this ministry, regardless of the darkness, fighting, and problems. Holy Spirit, thank you for empowering me to be faithful to God's call. Thank you so much. As I read on into chapter 15, Several actions stood out to me we should be encouraged to practice ourselves. For months now, in various circles like the Rise Up community, my church home, our county's monthly prayer group, folks related to our state's intercession group, and groups called to intercede on a national level have been pointing to Second Chronicles 7 verse 14. Then, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways... I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and restore their land. Many have been doing their best to humble themselves and pray, seeking his healing of a virus, civil unrest, and apparent wickedness in the fabric of the United States democracy. The Lord seems to be pointing to these next steps. The word in Second Chronicles 15 goes on to say, verse 8, And when Asa heard these words of the prophecy of Azariah, son of Oded, The prophet, he was encouraged and removed detestable idols. He, Asa, repaired the altar of the Lord that was before the vestibule of the Lord. And he gathered together all of Judah and those from Israel who saw that the Lord his God was with him. This is in verse 9. Now moving into verse 11. They sacrificed to the Lord. Verse 12. They entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and soul. Anyone, by the way, who didn't seek with their whole lives would perish, if you read on in this passage. And Asa's grandmother was ousted as queen because she had an idol. Verse 14, they shouted out their oath of loyalty to the Lord. And verse 17, Asa's heart remained completely faithful throughout his life. What followed the steps Asa and the kingdoms of Judah and Israel took? God was found by them. The people were happy. God gave them rest from their enemies on every side. God provided for them. There was peace. Read on the remainder of Second Chronicles 15. Happiness and joy, rest, peace, provision. Are these not blessings many are seeking in this season? Perhaps you are as well. Perhaps you have found joy, rest, peace, and provision to be elusive amidst this darkened hour. I believe Holy Spirit is proposing an antidote. Follow. Humble prayers before the Lord with, one, seeking to remove all the idols from your life. Anything arresting your adoration and affection for Jesus. Number two, repairing an altar before the Lord. Going before the Lord to be set apart and wholly consecrated for His purposes. Number three, uniting with other believers. Perhaps this starts in your home or your church home or community, county, state, or nation. Division must be healed in the land and unity restored. Number four, offering a sacrifice as one with Christ and his body. Sacrifice your will, your idols, your sin, disobedience, and thoughts disjointed from the word of God. The word of God says that if we repent, God is faithful to forgive us. Number five, determining to seek and to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. This has and will always be the greatest commandment. God truly does desire our hearts, and he will be found when we seek him. We will be loved when we seek him. We will love him when we seek him, and we will not be able to help but love others when we seek him. Number six, declaring your loyalty to Jesus above all. In this era, publicly stand with Jesus rather than depart from Him. We just read what would happen if we were to abandon Him. Number seven, remaining completely faithful to pursuing God and loving Him. Now, can we not trust and move in faith that happiness, peace, rest, and provision will follow in our lives as well? Should we walk through what I believe the Lord is proposing us do as next steps to our prayer of humbly seeking His face? I believe the Lord is calling us to receive the same by gleaning from the life of Asa and walking in obedience. Well, this is Old Testament, you may counter. Each of these instructions are found for New Testament believers as well. So I'll go ahead and lay that out for you. 1. We are called to love and adore Jesus only. Check out 1 Corinthians 6, verse 9. 2. We are called to be consecrated to Jesus, set apart for His purposes. Read 1 Thessalonians five twenty three, especially in the Amplified Version. We are to live united with one purpose, with others. This exhortation is in Acts chapter two verses forty four through forty six. four. We are to lay down our life for Jesus and one another. John fifteen thirteen. We are to love God and others as ourselves. Matthew twenty two thirty six through forty, Mark twelve thirty, and Luke ten twenty seven. We are to proclaim Jesus through our lives Matthew ten thirty three. And finally, we are to remain faithful. 1 Corinthians 15:58 and Galatians 6:9. I can't help but sense this is where God would have us, or at least myself and those within the reach God has placed in my life and ministry, to take next steps of obedience. I could see clearly groups of people joining together to seek and love the Lord with all their heart, mind, and soul, individually and collectively. When I revisited other random dreams from the night, I zoomed in on the dream about my grandmother. As I shared, following her passing nine years ago, nightmares were stirred up in my life. I asked the Lord if there was a significance to my mama being in my dreams much of the night. Any one of you who have listened to this podcast for the past several years may bear to mind the relationship with my grandmother and how the Lord moved through me to bring her to salvation the morning of her passing. After years of hurt, And heartache between us. God was reminding me of his faithfulness to move in response to my faithfulness to move when he shares his heart. This is my eager expectation for this message, that we are equipped with the next steps of faith and then walk and watch and see his vision come to pass in our lives as he extends his hand of mercy prior to what could be impending judgment. It's interesting. The number nine is coined as representing bearing fruit. Now, this was the emphasis of the last exploratory study. On the other side of the coin, nine also represents judgment. So Psalm 9, 8 shares, He will judge the world with justice and rule the nations with fairness. Psalm 96, verse 13 shares, He is coming. He is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with justice and the nations with his truth. Friends, let's allow this to be a call to respond to the Lord with humility and love and trust him for change and the turnaround many of us have been holding out for. We must first start in our own lives and then allow Holy Spirit to inspire through our lives in the circles of influence he has strategically positioned us in I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your family. I'm praying for your church home, your communities, wherever you may live in the world. I am praying for you and I trust as you respond to the word of the Lord and allow your mind to be renewed and cast down any vain thoughts lifting itself above the will and word of God, the Lord in his mercy will pour out the blessing of peace, joy, rest, and the provision of his presence in your life. I trust you will receive this seed and cultivate it in order for his gifts to come to fruition in your life. I trust as you love and seek him with all your heart and soul, immunity from any impending judgment will cover your life. Father God, I thank you for this word. I thank you that you speak to us in visions and dreams as is described in Joel chapter two and Acts chapter two as well. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus, the sea would go wherever you need it to go. Father, I pray that we would have the courage, Lord, to do what you're calling us to do. Father God, that we would have the courage to allow you to search our hearts like the Psalmist in Psalm 139 and expose any areas of idols, that we would have the courage, Lord Jesus, to come before you. And we would seek your will for our lives, Lord God. And we would uh, repair the altars in our lives and set our lives apart for you again. Father, I pray that we would unite with those that you have called us to be united to and to seek united and collectively your presence, seek your face, seek you and loving you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Father God, I pray that we would lay down our will, lay down our pride, lay down our sin, lay down anything, Lord, disobedience as a sacrifice sacrifice, Lord God, to you from this day forward. Lord, I pray that we do seek to love you with everything in us. I pray, Lord, we openly declare your goodness. We share to the rooftops and to the ends of the earth all the things you have done, are doing, and will do again because you are faithful and we will declare, Jesus, that you are Lord, Savior, and King. And finally, Lord, I pray that we will remain completely faithful to pursuing all that you have called us to father I pray for my sisters and brothers in Christ for a hedge of protection over their heart mind and soul father God I pray that this word is convicting and not condemning Lord God I ask that the devil has no room no room for iniquity because my voice Lord is causing him to perish Lord God as your word says in Thessalonians father God I ask in the name of Jesus father that this week is the week of turnaround and the the week of change as I sense you sharing with my heart father God I pray pray. pray for fruitfulness in the lives of my brothers and sisters. I pray for fruitfulness, God. I also pray, Lord God, for judgment, Lord God. I pray for your justice to rule and for your justice to reign. I thank you, Lord, that mercy is greater than judgment. And Father God, I thank you that you're extending your hand of mercy right now, Lord God, before any impending judgment that may be coming or may be on the way. Father, I pray that we have hearts to respond. I pray that we have a desire to walk in obedience to you. Lord God, I pray that we know how to rest in you as described in Hebrews 4, Lord God, and resting in you is essentially resting from our labors and resting in what you would have us do by obeying your word and your leading of your spirit every single day of our lives. Father, I pray that this word causes others to desire change, that there is breakthrough and they move beyond wherever they find themselves on their faith journey to living whole in spirit, soul, and body body and they go to that next level they are risen up to that next glory in you Christ Jesus radiating and reflecting you and your love to those around them so others will see be amazed and then place their faith hope and trust in you as well in the mighty precious name of Jesus Christ I pray amen okay sister Okay, brother, I pray this word blesses you. Feel free to share this. Feel free to leave a rating or a comment if you are so inclined here on the podcast. Feel free to email me, shannon, S-H-A-N-O-N, at riseupdevotions.com. I would love to hear from you and hear if this was a word for you today. I had a sense of urgency in my heart this morning. It was peaceful, it was restful, but also a sense that this needed to be shared today. So I'm obeying (laughs) and I pray that you do the same in your own life, wherever God has called you to be a gift and to share your talents and to minister to those in your lives. All right. Take care. God bless.